0: Listening to
1: It's Complicated with your hosts Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. The struggle is real when you're dating in the city. I'm Jennifer, and I'm not Jennifer. Not tricking me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna keep trying. No. Yeah, it's fine. You can keep trying. And I actually like it. It's exciting. feels like a first date. You don't know what to expect. Yeah. And I'm just playing off your energy. So whatever you are, I am not. <laughs> it's like when people are children, which we're just... A, like I know you are, but older. what am I? Yeah, we're older children. Yeah. I know you are, well, but what a, am I? A grown-up as right. an older child.
0: I don't know. Because I meet grown-ups with yeah. supposed, quote-unquote, grown-ups. And I'm like, I don't think you're really what yeah. I expected grown-ups to be. I know. You failed me in my... You know Childlike way I
1: It's Yes It is disappointing Anyhow. Yes I mean we're adults Yes we are adults And are we I mean I Yes I think we are We pay I mean, bills that's, I'm drinking uh,
0: wine That's adulting Okay I mean I guess mm-hmm. Sounds good to me I drank wine though When I was like 15
1: Was I adult, an adult then too I think you were trying You were experimenting I
0: wish I had experimented more In my formative years
1: Well I think that You experimented Just the right amount You don't want to like Get ahead of yourself here Okay I guess, then you it just kept me off the street. It did. It kept you off the street. And I don't have like slash a job And Slash gave you street cred all at the same time.
0: All. And you know what? Here we are to yeah. talk about it. Here we are. Guys, it takes a village and we bring you the show weekly with our stories, tips, and expert guests to help you navigate the complicated world of dating. So please help us in the podcast world by doing your part and rating and commenting on our show and leaving, you know, just share, share the wealth.
1: Share Share the show. Share the show. Share the wealth. And you know where you can do that? (gasps) at. Where? At its complicated podcast on iTunes, where you can rate and comment and tell a friend. Like we said, share. Share the wealth. You guys, we talked about how it takes a village to date. So you need to help all of the village. Everyone needs to. You want to be treated nicely, then you treat people nicely. And if we all date in this village together and we're all nice and we lend a helping hand, pick up a piece of trash. I don't know what other things you do in a fucking village. You vote. (laughs) You pay your bills Uh, You drink wine and you adult And you rate and comment And this is what it does for us In the podcast portion of the village It shows that we have a a loyal following It can get us sponsors And fun things that we can give to you You want to like get a discount code Off of that bottle of wine That we're drinking right now Well you can put in complicated 20 at checkout And then you have a bottle of wine With 20% off Something to that effect You know what I'm saying This is not your first podcast. It is not my first rodeo podcast. It keeps the lights on for us here. So please rate, comment, tell a friend, and be part of our village. Be earning, earn your place in the village, people. Don't just fucking freebie it, okay? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And guys. Yeah.
0: We've got sexual wellness expert and founder of the sexual hygiene products brand, The Blue Me, In to discuss hygiene, periods, sexual wellness, and how to be the CEO of your body. You
1: guys, Rebecca is a respect. Respected sexual wellness expert and social impact entrepreneur. She has worked as a researcher for over 10 years with various women's health startups and in 2017, founded The Bloomy, the first marketplace for clean, intimate care products with a mission to inspire women and femmes to be the CEO of their own bodies.
0: I love being CEO of anything, anything. especially my own self. I know. That's cool. Yeah. Guys, all products are vetted to make sure they do not contain any Ingredients found on their ban list. Everything is also tested by an intimate group of women. Consumers are seeking out healthier, more eco friendly products. Obviously, we are. And they create research based articles and how to guides by a team of women's health experts to help customers feel empowered and know how to confidently use products.
1: You guys, this all sounds like it should just be this way, but it's not. You'd be surprised. So, Which is why they had to create the balloon for it to happen. Listen, we're going to blow your mind with some of the shit that you don't even know that you're putting on slash in your bodies. Thank God Scary for Rebecca. Town. Rebecca has been named a Latina trailblazer by Forbes for normalizing conversations about sexual wellness. We love talking about sex like it's regular, like sex with Emily. She Especially does that really well.
0: when it's related to Forbes.
1: And sexual <laughs> wellness. And Rebecca has been featured in Bustle, Elite Daily, Refiner, t- Refiner, Binary 29 and Me Too, to name a few. I'm sure you've heard of some of those things. And Rebecca is the proud daughter of Latin immigrants. And this is why she focuses on diversity initiatives that empower other women of color. So, yeah. Just doing good. All of the good things. For the
0: minorities and for the women's bodies. That's right. We love it. The things we care most
1: about. We do. All right, you guys. So... Rebecca created her own major in women's health and sexuality at UC Berkeley, and we are majorly excited to have her on our show. Welcome to the show, Rebecca. You see what we did there, Rebecca? Did you like that?
2: I did we? Yeah. yeah we For were... those that don't know, why
0: Lauren stuttered? Lauren, tell everyone what Majora Lee is. Hello,
1: labia Majora Lee.
2: Exactly. That was a good one. Thanks, I could, we couldn't help ourselves. Yes. Yes. Thank you for having me on. Uh, we're <laughs> well,
0: we are majorly excited. We so. are
2: majorly.
1: The majority of us are excited. Yeah, no, we, I mean, we could not help I got us it up. like it said a, ma- ma- what's the, the ma- Majority. <laughs> majority. But I was really saying like majorly. Anyway. No, I got it. I was just whatever. Like, Wait, what word are we it's saying It's not now? funny when you have to explain the <laughs> joke. No, it was
0: funny. I just, my brain died, okay?
1: We're drinking Sometimes wine. We're trying to adult. Busy. It's, there's a lot of things happening.
2: It's hard to adult. Okay.
1: So Rebecca, mm-hmm. yes. relationship status. Married. Yes. Married and two kids, correct? And two kids. And you have like a, basically a newborn.
2: Yes. She's three months. I, what's today's date guys?
1: The nine. Twini- twini- oh, okay. So yes. recently 30. turned three oh.
2: months and then wow. 11 years old. Yeah. So big age gap there. Yeah.
0: Serious age gap. So like, were you like, wow, this one's really awesome. And then we're like, Oh wait, <laughs> well,
2: we should have one more. No, so um, I ended up, so I had my daughter right after college, literally right after college. um, Was a single mom for seven years, met my now husband about four years ago, and then we just had a baby. Okay. Yeah. So it's like two different life stages, basically.
0: I feel like this is the same path, though, that you're on, Lauren, except like Rebecca is the James in this dynamic.
1: Yes. She is the, yes. She comes into the relationship with the child and now, and then has blended the family. That's what I'm doing And right brought now. in a baby. And now you have like a built-in babysitter. Definitely. Is your your daughter- daughter? She's amazing. It, She's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to say that it's, you know, a gender thing. But I think women slash girls can be more nurturing or just by nature. And this yeah. is not all majority, majority of them. And and it's (laughs) never gonna go away now. Um but it in it and it's like something that there's an interest in there too. I don't know if it's like an environmental thing or what
2: and so yeah, she's super helpful. Yeah totally. She loves dressing her up. Oh, that's the thing. She like when the baby baby has the cute outfits on, it's because big sister dressed her. <gasps> yeah. Oh my
0: God. And next she's <laughs> going to become her Instagram sister. And then like have to pose her for photos and do all the cute Instagram. Thing.
2: Cute. Yeah. Why do they both have Instagram by the way? Well, oh, the we started, we, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know, I think the, the why is you, <laughs> <laughs> the 11 year old, um, uh, loves it. And is trying to like, she's trying to be an influencer For social good. That's her goal. That's cute though. You
1: raised a little woman. (laughs) I mean, we can see how she got on that track. I know. No one's surprised here. Um, Okay. So what inspired you to create the Bloomy? We kind of give the background of your, you know, your college and your studies and stuff, but then how did this specific thing come about?
2: So Bloomy happened because of a few things that happened kind of like over a two year period. So, the main thing that happened is I was trying to just be better about what the heck I was putting on and in my body. And that was inspired from my mom. And the reason I say that is because she got sick. So my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and I had an aunt that actually passed away from breast cancer within like a two month time period. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot. I and was, was this your mom's sister too or It different? was my dad's sister, which oh, means wow. that on I now sides. have it on both sides Shit. of my family. Yes. Um, it was... It was tough to go through it with my mom but honestly i was just trying to live a like cleaner lifestyle for her for me for other women that i love so when that was happening like there were other work stuff that were also going on so i've always loved startups i've worked in startups for a really long time but I would travel a lot and used to get tons of like pH imbalance from the products that I would use. Like even if I created my own mini versions to take with me, it was just this annoying cycle and I couldn't figure it out.
0: Okay. So can you explain to the audience what like a pH balance issue might be?
2: Yeah. So if you have pH imbalance, it usually happens for women. So our vagina creates like a certain environment right inside and it's a certain number of pH. So usually it's like a 4.2 ish. But when you have, um, like when the bacteria change and that can happen because of products you're using or when you have sex, basically semen can change it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can make it higher and when it's higher, it can lead to like irritation. It could have that like bad fishy odor, yeast infections, all that. All, that. Yeah. all that good stuff, right? That's fun. Yeah,
0: fun that happens, happens to us. Yeah. Just listening people that happens to us. It yeah. was
2: just, it was honestly, it was so annoying. Um, And I, and I knew that it had to do with the products I was using, but I couldn't put my finger on it. So honestly, it just, it came down to like, I started researching, I was inspired because I was having issues. I wanted to just use cleaner products in general and I couldn't find clean products. I couldn't find any. And so I ended up just like collecting a couple, shared them with my mom. And then some of my friends wanted me to share them with them too. So it just kept growing into this like curated, clean marketplace. And so you just found like natural things
1: that were like meant to clean or give a fresh scent or do whatever all these other over the counter products that we've been thinking that are okay to use. Mm -hmm. And they've got chemicals in them like, hello, tampons. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like I just always thought it was like
0: cotton you stuff up you to like suck in the blood. But then you told me I had to start using Lola tampons, and I ordered well, them or, because you said to.
1: Yes, because they, I Good. know that they're. But she just told me I had to. So but I also, the Bloomy has some products like that too. But it's just like I, I just the problem is i think what we need to start doing is starting the conversation about it because i don't think people even know that these things have chemicals in them no or and our parents or, buy us
0: their first tampon yes and then we use whatever brand yes. is also most accessible in the store where you're shopping for the other stuff and then you get it so like yeah also it's some people behavior. are afraid it's still of online shopping which i don't understand why
2: yeah so it's like a mixture there's like a lot of reasons why we got here but if you look at the Larger companies that are making these products. So, we're talking about like feminine washes, tampons, pads, even lubricants, even like the sexual wellness items. The companies that are making them are trying to make sure that their products last a long time on the shelf mm. and that they smell good. And that usually means they're putting a shitload of crappy products in there because that's what they will get so just like foods with preservatives and stuff like the more if it's gonna
1: not go bad if that jar of jelly is not gonna go bad basically 2022 then you're (laughs) like really though that's gonna go in my body how about just a fresh jar of jam that you got a month to use and if you don't fucking throw it away how about that wait is it formaldehyde
0: is that the thing that embalms you yes but Sweet. I don't
1: I
2: that's not really in things, is it? No, but that's oh. like the equivalent. You're keeping it alive for yeah, longer. I guess. There's just preservatives that should not be in there, fragrances that should not be in there, dyes, like um there's just unnecessary chemicals in most of the products that are on the market right now.
0: And so what would that do to your body? Yeah,
2: like, what is that doing? To that? how does that translate? So let's take like feminine washes for example.
1: So now it, are you talking about feminine washes like douches or
2: let not that like Like vulva washes like like can't you
1: just fucking use soap
0: like what do I need to put up there I don't have these things great questions I know I'm sure I'm scared
2: I'm not doing these things okay so let me start with kind of like 101 okay so help (laughs) most women will either use body washes like your normal body wash on your vulva area which you should not do Uh oh because It probably has a very high pH and if you have sensitive skin or women of color are more prone to this, but if you naturally get pH imbalance, um, because the reason is because women of color tend to have higher pHs. The microbiome area is different. Yes. Yes. So it's, it's easier to throw it off. Yeah. Um, you should not use body washes because they tend to have all these extra ingredients that the vulva should not be exposed to. Okay. Um, but mainly because the pH will be off. So it's like a combination of both things. So should not use a body wash. That's like part one. Okay. Part two is uh whoopsie. (laughs) And let me also say this. The, the reason that the vulva is so sensitive is because it's porous, obviously, but it actually absorbs things faster than the rest of our body. And so whatever you put on your vulva or vagina, it'll be, traces of it will be in your bloodstream within seconds oh that's right
0: wait okay so real quick we just have to rewind what's a vulva and what's a vagina why are there two where are they sure
2: (laughs) (laughs) vagina internal vulva external so So vulva is like the the, skin the the labia the majoras the majoras (laughs) majoras, and the
1: No, honestly, favorite friends. i <laughs> yes. love majoras and menorahs well, okay i'll be one and you be the other i mean all of the i things. am you
0: could be majora because you like that so much i'll, I'll be, be the,
1: i'll be the protective shell okay
0: yes. what am i what's the minora, the inside
1: in the
2: inside yeah it has a lot of nerve endings it's also protective but it's uh it's mainly like used to lubricate it's kind of like the entrance to the vagina yeah, so yeah, yeah and I'm the vagina is the actual in
1: yeah okay so now uh a body wash Or a feminine wash. Well, don't use a body wash as a feminine wash. But feminine washes also have these things in them too. But then, yes.
2: So we should not use body washes on the vulva area. Fuck,
1: I've been doing that
2: like my whole life.
0: Well, now we just know we have to get a separate product. Okay, Okay, so tell us about what we need. So
2: then, the separate product, usually you would think it's a feminine wash. Like, I'll throw some names out there that people might recognize. Like, Vagisil or Summer's Eve. I
0: thought that's only if you have some smelliness or mm-hmm. you have a lot of sex and you got to clean it out, not just like on a
1: day-to-day basis. So that's a douche. But these feminine washes are like meant for to—it's like soap for your vagina, it's, which I've never subscribed to. I'm like, why would I need that? I just use the regular
2: stuff.
0: Well, I just always thought that was like when you're stinky, and you're not. So many stinky. good
2: points here. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, yes, okay, yes, but yes, so no, and no, no, yeah, so not nothing. <laughs> so douches, douches are when. You use like a liquid product and you inject it into the vagina to like wash or rinse out. But in not they you say should, not good for you? You should never do that. You, you should don't need never to do sh- that. Your body should be yeah. doing it itself. Just yes. like you should never date one. <laughs> you should never see, date one that, or use one see? that is why the term is a negative term if you
0: don't learn anything else from this episode no,
2: no, no douches not douches. on any accord yeah. no douches and and the thing is uh, sometimes there's such thing as like a medicated douche only if your doctor what? tells you to use it for certain like very specific reasons but okay no douching then okay so if we can't use body washes then what do we do so there are There are, I would say the majority of OBGYNs and women's health clinicians will tell you just use water and that's okay. You can just use water on your vulva area. However, the majority of women, I would say like eight out of 10, so four out of five women tend to say that they want to wash with the soap. They want to like... Get rid of odor. They want to feel fresh again, especially like when it's hot or work after working out. So that's when you should use a like gentle feminine wash. I hate the word feminine wash because then you're assuming that it's like feminine, but
0: but also it sounds so like um it sounds like a euphemism for what it really is. It sounds yeah. like from like the old timey. Yeah, talk. it's
2: like, like, like a man created it. Yeah, I'm like mm, I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's meant for
1: a woman. Uh, well. A human that has a woman Mm -hmm. part, Mm -hmm. we should say. Okay, so it's meant for a vulva. I mean, it's meant for. Okay, fine. It's meant for a vulva. Whoever you are, whoever you are, if you have a vulva, this wash is meant for you. Yes, it should just be called vulva wash. Okay, yeah, I think so. Well, the names on Bloomie's products are really funny, like fur oil and stuff, and we'll get into all of that. (laughs) But okay, so now what is (laughs) what is okay that's in Bloomie's like feminine washes that we should are okay to put on the vulva?
2: Okay. So I would say the main thing that's different about what you'll find on Bloomy's website is what's not in the products. You won't see fragrances. You won't see fake dyes. You won't see harsh preservatives. It's literally like the cleanest, lightest soap you can use on that area. And it's pH balanced correctly. So it matches the pH of your skin. <gasps> Makes so much sense. Okay, great. So we need that.
0: I mean, we're just throwing things in our cart right now. Our mental cart. I know. I'm like, what <laughs> No, I know. Fuck? We're going to have to okay. order immediately. Um Okay, so feminine wash. And then...
2: So that's... Okay, so that's the healthy hoo-hoo. Gentle wash for the vulva. So we only carry one SKU right now, but I can't say yet, but there is some exciting launches coming up. When can we look forward to those launches potentially? Give it, like, four months. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll
0: have to talk to you again in four months to know yeah, what's going on. Yeah, let's talk, like, during the holidays. Okay, great, because oh, yeah, we're we'll going to give a... all of our... Yeah. Oh, wait, listen. So, we give very specific to us holiday gifts. Like, very... <laughs> it's complicated holiday gifts. So, maybe all of our female contacts oh. will get a pack from you of okay. your best-selling products. So, some of the other best-selling products, like Lauren mentions, f- fur, fur oil. oil.
2: Now, what is fur oil? Fur oil is this amazing, like, botanical blend of oils all great for the skin for the vulva skin so it's a moisturizer but it's also um, it's great because you can use it with or without pubic hair okay and because it's so great at making like that coarser hair like soft and moisturized you can also use it on like beard and other places of the body but for women specifically we say that you can use it as a moisturizer interesting didn't know we needed that down there okay good Um, to know
1: you guys also have something called a vesper and Mm. it's a very popular product what is that
2: i actually brought one in i took (gasps) it earlier
1: (laughs) it's cute too yeah
2: it's it's a necklace but it's a vibrator necklace so i call it a statement piece it's really cute it's really it's like a it's a really nice statement piece and um the fun fact that I like to share about it is I was actually wearing one when I met my now husband. Shut so up. So it just has this positive association with me. Yeah. Was, it was he like, what is that? He wasn't immature about it. He was very like cool and calm about it. Like, oh, so that's a really nice necklace. I was like, yeah, it's actually a vibrator. He's like, oh, he must have been like interesting. Oh my God. No, he was just really calm about it. And I was like, I like this guy. Yeah, he's, he's not didn't immature. Yeah, yeah.
0: it was just like, oh, nice. Cool. Well, I have a couple questions. <laughs> what does it vibrate?
1: The vagina. Why is it on your necklace? Because it looks like a little thin um, pendant. It's like... Uh, How do you
0: take it off and use it? No. Well, well I'm happens? sure
1: you just take... Because it's on a long thing, so you just pull it off, you know? And it looks like a little thin... It looks like a... Well, look, she's pulling it out right now. So
2: I had it on earlier, but it doesn't really match my... It, kind it kind of, almost looks like a rape It looks like a bullet, kind of. Like <laughs> oh, a long yeah, bullet. So I've heard of that recently. Yeah. I don't know why I just heard of that, but it's... um, uh, it, it looks almost like... Um,
0: like, uh, oh my God, like Superwoman. Or what's her name? The one with that- the
1: Oh, Wonder Woman? Wonder like woman. a Wonder Woman tool? Yeah, it's,
0: it's like gold, which we love gold over here in these parts. Yeah. Um, and it almost looks like a long bullet. So it looks more yeah. like it's like... Like a strong statement. It, it does piece, like make a said. statement.
1: Do you think now... So the idea to put this on a necklace, like what is the statement behind that? Like what are you trying to say with this?
2: So I feel like the woman that designed it, I feel like she had lots of different messages but honestly it's just sending the message that sexuality is part of our life um and i feel like in general people they they have a lot of questions like how you just ask wait when do you use it do you use it it's like if you want to you can use it and then you clean it and then you wear it again as a necklace it's metal so so. it can be turned on so i will literally is there a battery inside this how are you you (gasps) doing yes it's clean for the
1: record oh my gosh okay. you guys yes so we can hear it oh my god that and there's is- like a little button
2: yep it's a button you just turn it on so think of it as like it's a vibrator you can take with you it's a portable vibrator and, and yeah no no uh it's really just- cute guys yeah oh, okay. yeah
1: yeah lean in okay. sorry we don't want to hear your beautiful voice <laughs> we were listening to the vibration of the necklace you know but- what
2: it actually looks really cute with like shirts like yours where it's like more of a lower v cut yeah. it's so cute i Toast. love
1: it like and now <laughs> i, I saw it on the one. website but now i'm like in person it's also like a statement like yeah. it's it, you would never look at it and be like that's a vibe but it's an interesting conversation piece and yes it should be something we should be talking about these things like we're all also sitting here hello we have vaginas and we're like wait what's this what's that nobody talks about this stuff and so now we're like we shouldn't be afraid to talk about sex what our vaginas do the the blue liquid on the period commercials for other feminine products should not be that way we should not feel like we have to hide tampons up our sleeves when we walk to the bathroom like why do we have to feel ashamed about our feminine bodies the things our bodies produce
0: well the other thing too is like I feel like when you are growing up, you think of like your vagina as this thing that either bleeds or has sex with. Like it's not like, and it also pees and stuff. Like you do like at the air, wherever the that. Urethra pees. Right. Well, <laughs> yes. that. But like you're, the area down there, it's called your private part. It's not, and no one tells you there's multiple things. Oh Clearly, gosh, we're learning right. that right now. But like you don't, you only think about it in terms of either you bleed, which is embarrassing. Because whatever reason people make it feel like it's embarrassing, or it's for sex, and that means it's for somebody else. So you only use these washes it's when like you're about you can't to have sex. Own,
1: you can't own it, right? There's like, no owner You not give yourself
0: a spa treatment except now they do those like, weird vaginal like, steams. steams well, stuff. those
1: are I old. Show. Those are old Korean. Like, <laughs> Fine, yeah,
0: but like they make it seem like your vagina is for someone else, and so you have to prep it. You have to shave. You have to do these douches and things. You have to wash it only for someone else. But like, really, you could just give yourself a spa treatment in your vag area.
2: Yeah, Yeah. pleasure, especially like self-pleasure. It's huge right now. Not not like a huge trend, but it's I think there's this big wave coming of like women just owning it and being like, I enjoy pleasure. I masturbate, you know, like just having those conversations with girlfriends, I think is somewhat new. I don't think that we go, you know, to happy hour or to lunch with girlfriends and say, hey, let's talk about sex. Maybe it comes up. But I feel like it's there's so much shame when it comes to like our vagina. And I'm trying to help break that a little bit with what we're doing. I think I think that necklace and having it on your site is like a huge it's a
1: statement piece of jewelry. But it also has like a very loud statement behind it. I think it is saying let's talk about this. This is not something we should be shy about. And and it's so lovely that your now husband was
2: like, yeah, cool. Yeah, I like that. And two other fun facts about it. So one, if you think about like the way that women feel aroused, if you're wearing something that makes you think about sex periodically throughout the day, it's actually like a natural aphrodisiac. It makes you like it makes it easier for you to feel aroused. Like if you have, let's say a date in the evening or if you're, if you want to masturbate in the evening, it honestly like just helps throughout the day. It's a reminder. It's like having a a crystal.
1: It's like having a crystal. It doesn't solve all your problems, but when you look at it, you (laughs) think, and you're more mindful of the, oh, this rose quartz and I'm thinking about love and you have it next to your bed. And so it's this energetic thing that it's like working with the trifecta of everything around you, not just like oh okay well this vibrator is going to do all of these things like it's part of the whole picture it's
0: it's energy too because like Mm -hmm. how we do switch on and off like between our feminine and masculine energy at least from the female side of things like we do work now and we do have these jobs and we do have responsibility and we do switch into this like sort of like masculine energy although now I think
1: it's all just becoming one thing and it's it's just to interject for a second, like being a working woman doesn't have to be a masculine energy. I think it's becoming. There's a shift where I think that's totally. Becoming, it's just more
0: like the task-oriented yes. things is like more of like the well, masculine it's just a energy. non.
1: It's just a non-sexual frame of mind. Right. It's not even masculine. Exactly. It's just like I'm not sexy right now. I'm typing an email. Exactly. So
0: mm. like having something on that reminds you you are a sexual being and like
2: makes you feel good, right?
0: And that you. You there. You have like a multifaceted side of you, like a personality. Like you like things that are not just work. You you have all these things that, that interest you. So I think that's a good reminder. It's like, what is it? A totem or something like a?
1: Oh, it's like a, a token. To no, remind. I think like they're totem. Like when you murder someone and you take the token back. No. You know, if you're a murderer and you want oh a token you're to remember way her, too the e- murder to, the, I want the. E- I'm into. Uh, by
0: the way, I'm surprised you're not into weird sex shit at this point where you want to kill somebody and then like have sex with them. No, I'm. not I'm not, not at sure. All. I just. I'm time.
1: fascinated by murder podcasts because it's like so frightening and fascinating. I don't, I don't think I
2: don't... I've ever heard a murder podcast. Oh, oh my god, it's a whole f- thing. It's you a thing? True crime. Lauren, the There's
1: so of many of them. My favorite.
0: You just looked. She's playing with her hair. She's like excited right now. As though you're asking her about her like first love.
1: Listen my favorite murder is a really funny podcast it's a true crime podcast I love it obsessed massive following and they're like making they're they're kind of like what we're talking about now right like they're making the they're telling stories to try to help people like become more vigilant be more aware but also like they're they're normalizing these conversations and there's other things underneath it like the you know unfair rules that may apply or like If you're a woman, how to feel safe or a man or whatever. So like like this necklace, for example, like making this weird taboo, quote unquote, conversation more normal. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't need to feel we don't need to feel weird about talking about our vaginas or that this is like, hello, this is how we create humans like which by the way is
2: pretty fucking cool because you just did that (laughs) yeah but you i love your summary you got it it's like if we could get to the point where we're just having more conversations about sexual wellness it'll become just part of wellness yeah it won't be like sexual wellness yeah right side conversation about things
0: well why do they label it our private parts like sure not everyone Mm. should be up in there okay yeah but no one should also be touching my arm
1: you (laughs) know what you remember the song stop don't touch me there that is my no-no square Oh my and god! And that's like you draw square I around I it your was a triangle or a triangle. Why did so, they change it on me?
2: And there's there are some really like interesting articles coming out about this, but we should be saying the words to our like vulva, vagina. Yes, say it. Like we shouldn't say private parts or given pet names because it actually then teaches kids like the next generation that they can't call it by the actual anatomical name. Yeah. And there's been like all this interesting like information about how If we teach kids how to say the words correctly, we're actually empowering them to like in the future protect themselves from like potential sexual abuse and just being able to be comfortable with knowing that I can say ear and I can say penis and like they're both body parts and it won't be this shameful thing. And the
1: difference between like don't make it like a peepee and make it sound cute. Like there's also a difference between an ear and a penis and your ear is here and you can hear with your ear, but your penis is only meant for whatever you want to say. because It also needs to be stated for the age, the, an emotional appropriate yes. conversation. Like nobody touches that. You yes. don't show that to anybody or whatever. But P.S. I
0: also don't want people touching my fucking ear.
1: Or, yeah, fine, if that's Leave you. Leave
0: my ears alone. Yes. Like, don't touch me <laughs> personal if I don't bon- all right. around. I feel like that should really go without saying for
1: my whole body. The whole body. And, and, and also just
0: my personal space with at least one foot diameter around.
1: Until you're on a date and then you've nourished your fur with your fur oil and you have your labium moisturizer on and you're ready to go. Then are your people are allowed to touch. No, if if I invite you it.
0: in. It's like a vampire. If you're invited <laughs> in, then you can come in.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I don't know. I okay, never now, thought.
0: What's that thing called? Twilight. Oh, no. Yeah. Invite vampires, no, in. you can't. I um, okay, Buffy. that's it, yeah.
1: So, speaking of, we were talking about like okay, so the necklace, and it's like a statement piece, and it's a vibrator. And we were kind of liking it to like crystals, right? Like you have a crystal by your bed. It kind of keeps you aware of I'm in my sexual place or I'm trying to bring in this energy, right? So speaking of that in crystals, yoni eggs. Yeah. First of all, I have <laughs> one. Yeah, you do. Our friend gave me one uh, at a party we had where we s- exchanged sex toys. We invited, Jen and I invited a bunch of girls over nice. and we all gave our favorite. It was like um, a white elephant. Yeah. You had to bring your favorite sex Object.
2: I love that. And then we all
1: exchanged that. and stole like white elephant Everybody style. Looks happy. Exactly. <laughs> I
2: got really cute red
0: hanky pankies
1: that you brought. I got you the red hanky. Yes,
0: pankies. and I. Have them, and I wear them to be lucky. Yes, because I have not found luck with them. (laughs) Okay, well, maybe you need to sage
1: them with a crystal or something. But I got a yoni egg. I still have never used it. (laughs) I've had it for like two years. Hello, I should use it. Okay, so but you have them on your site. So what are they yoni egg? How and that they're made out of crystals, or or I guess yeah, crystals, right? And and why that's important?
2: Okay, so yoni eggs. I feel like there's mixed information out there about them. So I will say this. I personally am a Yoni Egg supporter, but I will say that it needs to be used with like proper guidance. Okay. So we do have a lot of info on our blog. You can check that out. And but that,
1: what's the blog to remind everyone?
2: It's called Intimate Talk, but you can still find it through Bloomy. And it's
1: on the Bloomy website. And there's yeah. like... Tons of useful information, yeah. guys. If you want a history on pubic hair, go there because <laughs> listen, the Royals used to shave it off, then it came back in Look the seventies. Now in the two
2: thousands, <laughs> the it. Brazilian came back. And now it's I don't back. I
0: can't keep up with these tribes, hair, to be honest.
2: Hair is coming back, right, Rebecca? Hair is coming back. Natural is in. Natural I gotta in. say,
0: not having hair as like an adult, like you know how women like laser that mm. area like to to be gone. Yeah. I think it's super weird if you're like a seventy year old woman with no hair. Mm.
1: To me, that is like you look well, like a baby. You I nice just don't want the option of not ever having it right. come back. I like a little bit of hair there, but that's just my personal preference. I don't want it to be completely bald because I feel like I want a little something. But it's I don't want to take it away and never get the chance to have it back again. Yeah. I
0: want a little well, something, like just- so it's like
1: organized,
0: yeah, <laughs> organized, organized hair. Like is we all great. know what part it is because like it looks like it.
1: It yeah. looks like a little Madonna mustache egg. kind yeah. of. But, but also yeah. I don't want to look like a baby. Yeah. I mean, weird. hey, and if you do, then all, that's great. But Bye. There's, products, there's products on here for you if you for want to things. nourish your skin or hair. Yep. But, okay, yoni so eggs. the yoni eggs.
2: Okay, yoni eggs. So um, yoni eggs are meant to be used to strengthen your pelvic floor. Now, there is a difference between, like, two types of pelvic floor issues. There's some women that have, like, very tight muscles, and there are women that have, like, looser muscles. And so, yoni eggs are meant to tone if you have looser muscles. And would
1: that be maybe if you've had a baby? So like, it, yeah, how do you know it's if you a have few loose things. muscles?
2: So, it, you'll know because, well, a professional will tell you to go to a pelvic therapy, like, pelvic floor therapist. There you go. Um, but... If you have some of the symptoms, like if you leak a little bit when you laugh or sneeze or if you feel like during sex, it's not your contractions during your orgasm are not as strong as they used to be. Um, I would say leakage is probably like the most common. But the reason that someone can use a yoni egg or uses one is to strengthen the pelvic floor after like vaginal childbirth. That's like one of the main reasons. But you can also use it to just strengthen the muscles in general, just like how we work out the rest of our body. You can train those muscles to be really strong. So like to help you do a Kegel? Yeah, they're used basically to help you do Kegels. Yes. But there's also other exercises. It's not just like okay. Kegel exercises. Um, there's
1: pelvic floor exercises is what we call them. And why would you want a strong pelvis for control, bladder control, for sexual pleasure and for maybe what else? Those two things. You That's buy. it. Okay. Yep.
2: Those are reason enough. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think your orgasms okay.
2: will be stronger if you have
1: stronger so you, muscles. So, so you see, what do
0: you pl- do? You stick it up there,
1: and then you've, you, and so now you're aware of the contracting in them. Cause I, Cause I you have to clamp it still it in, right? to this day don't know if I'm doing a kegel right. What? No idea. I don't okay. know.
2: So, you can do a kegel right now. I'm doing I know, it.
1: but I don't understand how <laughs> to know if I'm doing it's it. It's like making a fist with your vag. It's like, you know, when you, but am I squeeze? Like, I feel like
2: my whole my no. whole
1: everything no. moves.
2: The, it can it can though so there's actually been studies that show like do you guys know LV? no LV is a pelvic floor trainer um it's kind of like a yoni egg but it's more like electronic because you can link it to your phone Ooh. and it's an app and you play the game basically to like you try to like reach this i don't know like a bird or something on the app and it's like this fun game anyways i'm like getting off the topic but um, you, if you have stronger muscles, it will help you have better like orgasm. Sure. So that's I can, like a yeah. big motivation for a lot of people. I just don't know if I know how to do it. And the reason, like one way, one tip is, you know, when you're peeing, yeah. if you stop peeing, yeah. you have to like kind of contract yeah. those muscles. That's what it is. It's like a lift of the pelvic floor okay. and you can feel it. I guess it. I can do it. I but just... the LV will, it, what I was going to say is like, it actually tones, um, like for a lot of, what do we call this part right here? uh like the fupa uh, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it can actually tone the entire pelvic floor like you're
1: you're your right above your vagina like the l- muscles there yeah
2: so all the, it just basically tones all the muscles okay all but, right but i will say it's really important that after you check out the the exercises on the website um but once you insert it you obviously want it to be clean yes um you do your exercises it actually can stimulate the vagina, like the inner wall, so you can get wet and you can get turned on while you're using one. Oh, okay. Um, So it can be like a foreplay type thing. Like a toy. Okay. Okay. And you want to make sure you keep it clean. Why is it a
0: yoni egg? Why is it called that? It's shaped like an egg, but what's a yoni?
2: Yoni is just like the word for the vulva vagina area oh i didn't I know that. the origin of it i should definitely know I guess this i have but heard that before i've
0: never heard that you're only yoni. as it relates to this egg yeah really? okay
1: Your yoni yeah yeah Your yoni um That's okay cute. so um beyond the okay well, uh, well first of all before we move on are there any other products on the site that you think are like to have you yeah like have. we must talk about this thing you need to know about this product that we have because this other product you're probably using is bad or
2: not bad but I know you're not or trying like, to say
0: we don't know what we're yeah. we don't even have the wash to begin with Yeah, so like God. what are we missing in our lives
2: oh. well I would say if you don't already have like a regimen that you like and it's um, non-toxic I would recommend just starting with some of the basics so a wash a moisturizer um, and one of the things that we like to tell people is whatever is like the one thing that you use right now, and you're not sure if it's a clean item, if it's organic or if it's non-toxic, check it out on the website and switch like one thing. So I think I mentioned, you mentioned Lola. So mm-hmm. if you use tampons right now and you don't, and it doesn't list the ingredients on the box because the companies are not required to for yes, tampons. which is crazy. So stupid. hold on
1: just go down that road for a second a yeah. little bit, Rebecca there are no regulations for feminine
2: hygiene products correct okay so basically what happens is there's two categories of products there's cosmetics and there's medical devices which okay. is already confusing cosmetics is like any of the liquids or anything we put outside uh-huh. um it's regulated but it they're not you don't have to submit anything you don't have to they you basically don't-, don't check it
1: so, so it's regulated. The ingredients are regulated, but then you're allowed to just put whatever ingredients you want and you don't
2: have to disclose it. Yeah. So in the US, they oh, basically fuck. give you like 30 ingredients that are very poisonous and toxic that you can't use, but they don't give you any other guidelines. So- in the Just to give you a comparison, in Europe, there's thousands of ingredients that are banned, but the U.S. only bans 30.
0: Wait, do they update this list like regularly or no. we're stuck in the it's 70s. been like 80 years. Wow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Because we are also finding out certain things cause cancer, so they and don't also, want a like, thing to update Remember when list?
1: birth control pills were killing people? So okay. there's that. Maybe don't do that. <laughs> anyway, that's just beyond... To me, it is infuriating that is. women are just women's sex and health is just pushed under the rug and we're given all of these things to go mask stuff oh mask your period symptoms or go mask that smell or don't talk about sex and it's like and then basically you're now have ovarian cancer i'm not saying it's linked what happens with
0: all if all of us are gone and then the men are left to have what what are they (laughs) going to do with themselves
1: they can have their own abortions that they've banned i hate them how about that oops i mean listen no we are not at all like with this i mean Jen and i are pretty like neutral and we're very self-deprecating and we are definitely not like man haters or anything like we are are who we are but I know we just went off on a tangent but this is annoying like I annoying. I didn't even know this too but like think about so I have a girlfriend who's pregnant and she's like obviously when you become pregnant I I think we should all be aware anyway but I think she has become, become hyper aware, aware. Mm-hmm. because she's like I'm going human and she's also happens to be kind of like a natural girl anyway she has an interest in figuring out these type of things anyway even like white like wipes like butt yep. wipes to any so you're yes. using these like I don't know uh I'm trying to think of a brand I can't even think of a brand that would do wipes like um I can't even think of one just a one now you- thank you Cottonelle wipes there's shit in those so you put yep. that on your butt and vagina and now you have chemicals all up in there
2: that shouldn't be in there yeah so you guys have wipes on your we do. They sell out constantly. Ugh, um, I want them. <laughs> I know. Right? Well, just I mean, let me know. All the things. I um, The other thing, though, that I was going to tell you about the tampon issue oh. is, so the medical devices are anything that goes inside of the vagina. Yes. So okay. tampons, lubricants, even pads are considered medical devices. Yeah. But um, those companies are not required to put the ingredients or materials on the boxes. Even though they go but in your body. It's yeah. insane. So go go to a pharmacy or a Target, pick a... I'll call it a mass brand like tampon pack. Try to find what's in it and you will not see it. There are some greener, cleaner like brands coming out now and they will tell you 100% organic cotton. cotton. That's and good. that's okay? That's great. Okay. Because it's
0: organic, it's cotton. There's not other things in there. Cotton no, is cotton. Pesticides no or herbicide Or
2: bleach. Or bleach yeah. or dioxins. Yeah. 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 Well, I switched just because you told me I was Okay, so
0: to. now there is a...
1: Mm-hmm. Product on your site, it is like a underwear slash pad mm-hmm. period underwear. Yeah, so
2: this love. I love a Luna yeah. pad. Yeah, love. Okay, now explain to our period listeners. underwear to me is a game changer. Yeah, I I've tried every period product: tampons, pads, menstrual cup, period underwear. Yeah, what the cup? What is up with the cup? What, what the, the cup? cup? <laughs> what the cup? What the cup? We should have named this episode that.
0: I mean, what how do you cup? get it out without getting it all over yourself? I don't understand all these things you put inside your body.
2: So the menstrual cup is actually, if you think about it, because it's not absorbing the liquid in your vagina, it's actually pretty healthy. Okay. It is healthy. So it basically just is catching your menstrual flow. Um, it does take some practice to like insert it and take it out, but just like I how don't often know. you have to insert it and take it out, you can have it in for up to twelve hours. What? Yeah. What's so it you overfloweth.
1: I don't. Take out my tampons. Like sometimes I leave them in more than eight hours. I yeah, I know I, I just like, in there. you know what <laughs> I'm like. Oh shit! I think I had my period.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like uh-huh. but you, yeah. And you got to be careful because it's like one of those things of like we're busy, mm-hmm. we forget. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like I feel like the for the reason that I love period underwear mm-hmm. is because you don't have to insert anything. Okay, and it's so just how there. does it work? So it's like regular underwear, mm-hmm. um, and they have two layers of pads. So like one inside and then you can put an extra one on top and it's all organic cotton. So you just learn that this is like a different process. Like, you know how we're trained with tampons, like you throw it away, you don't even touch it. Like it's weird. It's whatever with this. It's like, you're more in tune with your body because it won't leak, but you are washing it. Mm-hmm. So you have to like rinse it out. You see a little bit of menstrual blood mm-hmm. and you just become like used to a different process. Sure. So you wash it in the laundry and that's it. Okay, so you get a couple,
1: and then you you take it out, you wash it, you wash it in the laundry. You have another one to put in, yes. use it like you, you have like switch a week's worth.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I recommend people having like three if they can, um, just so that you can wash like two at a time or whatever it is, because usually periods last like up to five ish days. Yeah, right? mine's, mine's short. Mine are mine's like three, three super days. Super short. Yeah. yeah,
0: I like will it away. I'm like, I don't need you anymore. We're done here. And yeah, it's gone. There I'm like, you go. Or oh, I ran out of tampons. You, so know, you have to go now.
1: I'm you I when I don't need to use a tampon even in na- the natural ones I use I literally just take some toilet paper although there's probably fucking bleach in toilet paper <laughs> is there now there's shit I'm putting I there don't to- know which one. Yeah, there Maybe. is listen I'm pr- probably doing a bad thing but I will literally take just a little bit and put it in my underwear and just go throughout the day I'm like I don't need a tampon in right now. oh I don't my want god to stick so you have kind in. of a light flow then at the end, yeah, I only have one oh, day. At the end, at oh, the, yeah. I yeah, only yeah. have one day that's like heavy.
0: But do you guys not feel like a pad is like a diaper for an adult? I don't, well, I don't
1: wear pads because those are, I just use the toilet paper. But that's like, also wear, like But also, I feel like pad. there's. Well, I know, but it's just a little extra thing because it's like barely there, and yeah, I don't. They sell I don't want. I know, but I don't want that. <laughs> and there's shit in the liner, and <laughs> okay, no, because I there know might be that shit in your toilet there's paper. There's shit in my toilet that is paper unannounced too. Not that you actual. Get from whatever
0: place you're peeing. Listen, in.
1: it's not actual shit. I'm using toilet paper off well, the yeah, roll. Not. I'm just <laughs> saying there is stuff in the toilet paper, probably too. It's like I'm not safe, but now I need period underwear. <laughs> you go outside, there's smog. We live and in and they're black, not by safe. the way. The period underwear are black, so, yeah, so it's like black. Yeah, you can't. I mean, you can't even see the stuff.
2: I thought I was going to, I don't know. I wasn't a believer until I actually used them. And it wasn't like I had a choice. Like I remember I had one in my bag for some reason and I felt like I was getting my period. I didn't have anything with me. So I put them on and that was like in the morning. And by the end of the day, I was like, oh my God, please don't be all over my pants or anything. And it was not. It was like really nicely contained. Love it. I rinsed it when I showered, threw it in the wash and then it was ready for the morning. Oh, that's
1: a good idea. Rinse it in the shower. And yeah. then throw it in the wash. Yeah. Love Wait,
0: it. But do they come in thongs?
2: Or are they granny panties? What does this look like? So they, the period underwear comes, well, we carry two styles, hipster if you like fuller and then bikini if you like smaller. Cute. But then you can also buy organic cotton reusable pads. And those pads we have thong and we have like liner size and bigger maxi size and things Love. like that. So, I just like
0: options, no, honestly. No, yeah. you want Reusable. options
2: because, listen, if you want to just sleep at night
1: and not be in a tampon and you want just like oh my a bikini gosh, cut. they're so yeah, comfortable. So much better. They look so comfortable too. They you don't feel wet. It doesn't feel gross. Yeah, because it yeah, it's not like a gross, weird
2: pad. It's, like, it's almost like, it's like cotton. Yeah, it's like yeah. meant to absorb and not feel wet.
1: Yeah, it's not um, like a gross pad. I remember when I first got my period and I wasn't using tampons and I had to sit in a pad all day long. Yeah, like a fucking diaper. It's it feels wet, right? The worst, and yeah. they're like oh. legit five inches thick.
0: It's so I'm sorry. There is nothing worse than a pad. You know to
1: who? Me. Yeah, because a fucking dude probably made it and was like, "Here, this'll work." It's like, like you don't have to wear it all day long, do you? Here's a you tiny stick a diaper and your your urethra and see how that feels, Mister. I just, that's not possible. But you know know. what I mean. Wrap your penis in a pad and then stick that in your pants and walk around all day long and tell me if you like it. I don't think so, dude. Okay. So many products, right? Like so much to learn about them. So much to learn about it. Okay, so we like the period underwear. We like the the Yoni egg. We like all the oils. Mm -hmm. I love the organic pads and things. Um, Okay, so really quick, what we think is also awesome is that you guys have like a wellness and body like you're trying to create a whole conversation and a whole brand around this, like just like the vibrator necklace, just like, let's talk about it. Let's in the blog that you have with all the information on it. So like Mm -hmm. things that you can do that are good for inside your body, but then also how you think and feel about your body on the outside. It's all part of like a big picture. Yeah. Yeah. Like for instance,
0: when I wear a pad, I don't feel sexy. I feel like this thing that bleeds and walks. Like, why am I here? I'm here to bleed. But, like, when you're wearing, like, your Vesper necklace, like, I'm also here for pleasure and for my satisfaction and for sex. and It changes
2: your mood, right? Right. Because then
0: I feel like there's, like, more to, like, I actually feel like I'm feminine and that's, like, hot versus I'm just here to make babies and bleed. Like, I feel like we have this greater, Mm -hmm. like, sensuality and we are the thing that causes the Trojan War and, like, all this cool shit about being a woman that, like, almost regains your power. So, like yeah how do you feel like we can get our body positivity back and we're not just like these things that get Periods and bleeding. Yeah, starting
1: conversations about feeling good about your body image as well.
2: Yeah, body positivity, I feel like, is like a great general topic. I feel like there's so much that we can lump into body positivity. For me, like one of the big things is I want people to have pleasurable, enjoyable sex. But in order to get there, I feel like there's some basic steps that we usually don't learn when we're growing up as girls or when we get our periods. So I feel like I had to unlearn a lot of stuff. Um, about the feminine washes or about the tampons and when we have good like hygiene practices and we don't feel that shame during our period it starts to change the way we feel totally and then we can start to talk about things like masturbating and why it's good for us and what kind of toys do you like and how do you like to have sex and it just starts to like progress and it Mm -hmm. grows so for me being body positive like I think it's just like starting from the beginning and like what makes you feel good let's talk about the basics and then we can get to like great sex
1: yeah because if you're ashamed of the things that you need to have sex like your vagina and what happens in order to have a baby and all of these things and there's no way how do you expect to feel comfortable exposing those things to like a potential stranger or even someone you've known went on dates with however you want to do it like there's no way like I remember feeling so uncomfortable about sex because it felt so like like awkward Awkward or forbidden Or whatever Or also that
0: your body Is like flawed In some way That somebody else's Might not be It's like this weird thing Because like you are Who you are You like Unless you change stuff Like plastic surgery Like why is Like your vagina Is your vagina Your vulva Is your vulva yeah, the and way it stuff.
2: looks and-,
0: and like that is Unique to you And then like okay So for right. instance Like over time Things change Or you have a baby right. Things change So like how Can you communicate About the fact That you yeah. might need A yoni egg To your partner And they' like that it's better for everybody, but you don't feel like you're failing them because, like, you're getting
2: older or you had
1: a baby. Yeah. Like, I
0: think there's, like, an interesting, like, conversation that needs to happen, too,
1: about a About the evolution of your body and the right. changes that happen.
2: And hopefully, if you are in a partnered relationship, that the partner that you are with is open to having conversations about anything Um, and I feel like if you are entering the phase in your life where you're talking about having a baby or you just had a baby, they need to know that your body changes. You, they need to like be in it with you. And it's a, it's a partnered thing. It's not just, you know, I'll have the baby and I will handle everything and here you go. Like, I don't know. It's to me, it's, I think about like the conversations that I've had with my husband who is amazing, obviously, because I married him, um, (laughs) but he's feminist you know and yeah. it's I'm not gonna like lie and tell you guys like a hundred percent of the time I'm like a hundred percent body positive like there are things that change yeah. and there's like you know like you nurse and like your breasts change and like there's just like there's so many things that can happen throughout the life cycle and throughout our lives so being honest with your partner about hey I feel uncomfortable with a b and c now what can we do or um If you need to schedule sex in order to like get back into a routine after a baby, things like that. I feel like you just have to have the conversation with your partner and not be afraid to be like, I don't feel great about this. I want you to know and I want to get better at it. Mm -hmm. And it can be a work in progress like constantly.
1: Yeah, because you're sharing your body with somebody. So if you want, it's a partnership. So if you're feeling uncomfortable about something, you're going to then maybe put off a vibe of, I don't want to share this thing with you anymore. And you don't know how they're interpreting that. Or even it it, it needs to be thought about as a whole picture, even though it's your body. It needs to be thought about as like, okay, but we're sharing our bodies together. So how can we continue to do this where everyone feels
2: comfortable? And after a baby, it's probably like, Massively different. Well, I would say the biggest thing after having a baby, this is the second time I'm feeling this, is just your drive is different. Ugh. And so we have really interesting, great conversations about that because when your sex drive doesn't match your partners, you have to communicate and you have to like find a good middle.
0: So that nobody um, takes it personally and yeah. also no one feels right. like they are obligated to do something they might not feel in the mood to do. So, yeah. a
1: woman, do you feel like a woman's sex drive or yours? in yes, particular it goes down. down
2: yes and is it's that normal because the hormones or because yes. you just feel like your body's changed or you're tired or all of it it's all of it but a lot of it has to do with your hormones and like fatigue is one of the biggest sex drive killers so you're talking about somebody that isn't sleeping just gave birth um is trying to like You know, take care of a newborn. I'm sure balance a million things. So And you're
1: looking at a new body shape too. So you're getting used to a physical
2: difference. Well,
0: and also your body is there to like give food to a baby. So you are no longer, like your boobs are like no longer sexual. sexual. It's now like a food.
2: Yeah. Like for me, nursing, like it's interesting. Before I started nursing my baby, I loved like breast stimulation. Yes. But now it's like it feels very food and, like, baby sacred to me. Yeah. So I don't like it right now when it comes to, like, sexual pleasure. But but you have to communicate that, though, because you your to, husband's not or your partner's it not going to that. Yeah. I know. And I want to get to the point where it's, like, after I'm nursing, I can go back to enjoying some yes. of the things. But I, I could see why you... It, like, you know, I feel like there's... You learn a lot, too, when when your sex drives are different or you learn a lot when... I don't, my breasts are huge right now. Like I have to pump, like it's just, you know, it's just, there's great changes, but there's also like not great changes. Right.
1: And just communicating and talking about it, being open about it is huge. And the whole, like, I think basis behind your products, that's like how it was born. Like, let's start a conversation about being healthy, being clean, Finding things that are not toxic and then like continuing to talk
2: about this, like it's no big deal. Yeah. One of our um, investors just shared the story with me um, that she supported Bloomy, but she told me that she was having issues with like dry skin, yeast infection, certain things. And so I asked her what her regimen was. And she just told me she was like using her body wash and all the regular products for her body on her vulva. So she just started with a couple, like a wash and a moisturizer. And she like called me the other day and she's like, the products work. (laughs) Yes. And so now I feel like she's going on to the next step. Like, what else do you have? And like, maybe she's more interested in the sexual wellness side of it now. So it's like, I don't know. I feel like. Just being, um, feeling comfortable because you don't have irritated skin or because you don't have like yeast infection issues or worries. Like it just takes the stress off and then you Mm. can enjoy shit more. Totally. I could say that is the whole start of it all. It's being comfortable in your
1: skin. Being comfortable in your own skin is the foundation. Wait, by the way though, like if
0: you've ever had a UTI or like a yeast infection, or cramps like there's nothing worse than sitting in your own body and feeling super uncomfortable yeah you want to like literally rip people's eyes out including your own or like just drive into a wall because you're like i am so uncomfortable nothing's gonna make me feel better sometimes yeah
1: some months it does sometimes it doesn't who knows but like even like
0: for those that don't get their period if you're a male like an underground pimple you're like everyone can see it i feel uncomfortable my face hurts my mouth hurts everything hurts when i talk and sneeze like Because it's a pimple that is just taking over. It's the same thing with like our literally like, what is this? Our sacral area? Yeah. Yeah. Or our root chakra. Like that area. It's like our grounding place from which we like come out of. And if it has any sort of issues at all, it's like. It rocks your fucking world. It does. It It doesn't just affect you, those seven, like, because you have your period and like your moods or whatever people think. It's It's not just that. It's physical. physical. Yeah,
1: physical. And emotional, whatever, however it affects you. But yes, it definitely feels different that time of the month and it should
2: be respected and not something that we shouldn't be, that we should should be afraid to talk about. And people think that like the few days leading up to the period when you might be PMSing or you might be having the cramps, that that's when the hormones change. But the reality is our hormones are changing all month long yes
1: the cycle is the whole thing it's ovulation the cycle is real, all guys.
2: the cycle is real we one cool thing that i will plug is um there's an article in there that talks about how to optimize your schedule based on like your hormones oh so what time of the month are you going to have the lowest energy what time of the month are you going to want to have sex the most and just like planning date nights around that or planning Ooh. um times where you just need to chill in for the weekend or Move whatever that our is
0: horoscope listen
2: <laughs> listen this should
1: be fucking talked about because if your body is going through a s- biological change, we should know this. And sex, men should know
0: this too because they deal with us. Sex And not ed
1: that we're problems. But no, but I'm just saying it doesn't even matter. Sex ed should not just be like, this is the penis, penis this is vagina, vagina, and here and is how you fucking put a on banana, a tampon. Right. Like this, or here a, a condom, or use a tampon, whatever. Like the, the fact that this is not taught is just completely astonishing if me. anyone
0: is in or around any body parts in
1: their lives well they should understand you how you they should work. understand and you can start by gl- going on thebloomy.com yes that's checking cool. out all of the products Starting with maybe just a feminine wash or whatever and then Mm -hmm. seeing how it makes you feel and go from there. But don't be afraid to start a conversation with your girlfriends. Give it as a present. Talk to your partner about it. Just be starting the conversation and getting to know your body and what makes you comfortable is how it all starts and this website makes it really easy plus the blog
0: right it, it makes it easy because like you know sometimes when you're like researching a product then you have to go back to google and you have to like do your studies but you have everything in oh one yeah, place we make it easy so it's informative it's helpful and you can buy things and you can gift things which is really cool too if you get into something yeah don't forget there's a launch coming around the holidays so <laughs> we'll be talking about that then
2: too yeah we yes. would
1: love to have you back on around then to share some holiday gift giving things because what is a better gift than making your oh girlfriends gosh, and yourself feel Oh my gosh, that's like such a fun control. time. So, yeah. fun. so fun. So fun. Okay, so really quick, again, remind everyone yes. where they can look up Bloomy products, find them, social media, you, all of the things.
2: Okay, so you can find all the products that we're talking about and a lot more. I think we have a few hundred SKUs right now on the website at thebloomy.com. And it also links you to our blog. Our blog is called Intimate Talk, um, but it c- you can find it on thebloomy.com. Um, All of the social handles are at the Bloomy. We love Insta. So follow us on Instagram. And if anybody wants to like follow my crazy mompreneur journey, it's Rebecca Alvarez story.
1: Yes. Love it. Okay. Oh my gosh. Thank you so, so much. We had a great time. I'm like now going back on the website and buying all of (laughs) All the things. I want some oils and some stuff and the feminine wash and now I'm gonna try my yoni egg you really need I yeah. need to I've
2: been sitting check on this, out the literally. article actually that's the most popular article yeah. in the last like 30 days okay Um, it's how to use a yoni egg
0: okay trending we're gonna days. find trending it trending
2: on
1: the bloomy trending <laughs> <is> <laughs> on the bloomy and in the and Lauren and in
2: the Lauren relationships
1: fair okay and don't forget to tune in next week for an all new episode where we talk more dating and relationship things and maybe even some I don't know yoni egg stuff I don't know maybe we'll we're going to ask our guest Brooke Tranter she's an actress she's coming back in for a round number two she just cannot get enough we're going to talk to her about all of the things that have to do with dating and relationships and don't forget to follow us on at complicated show where you could rate comment share tell your friends and join the class of master daters And you can follow me at Jennifer Golden on all the social medias. And Lauren, where can people find you? At not Jennifer Golden. Exactly. Or at Lauren Leonelli on all the social medias. The other place. (laughs) That other place, too. Right. All right. We'll be back next week. Love you you long time.
0: time. You're
1: listening to It's Complicated with your hosts, Jennifer Golden and Lauren Leonelli.